A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, it is Jack Gill and welcome to Red's News. I hope you've all had a lovely weekend. I am joined today by Jay, Jay Pearson for this one. Um, obviously, the Liverpool, uh, the Reds are on tonight, so really looking forward to that. Um, but let's get straight into the news. Um, it's a bit bit of a sandwich of, of good and bad news today, Jay, but we've got loads to talk about. And we're going to start, obviously, with, with the, the death of Jerry Marsden, the lead singer of Jerry and the Pacemakers. Um, Jay, heartbreaking news yesterday. It, it was a poor 2020, um, but 2021 hasn't started in a good way. Um, Sai, I thought, wrote a brilliant article on the RedmenTV.com. Go over and, and check that one out. Um, I thought it was a really touching article from Sai, so, so make sure you go and read that. Um, Jay, n- not really my era of music. Um, obviously, You'll Never Walk Alone has touched all, all Liverpool fans, but it was probably more probably more your era of music, wasn't it? Um, yeah, in a in a sense, mate, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's I tell you, we always look at, at the year, don't we? Anything like when 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 people who are very close to the club and they they unfortunately pass away, and we're not even into a week of January, we've already lost a, a, a big name. It's so sad. But yeah, I mean, the anthem has been synonymous with the football club since the, since the sixties, and it was quite. Um, until with with when we won the league, so it was and you know the, the with the Beatles and the Mersey beat and stuff like that, and it was such a such a potent time for the club yeah. and the city for that for that that anthem to arrive. And obviously, Jerry and the Pacemakers were a fantastic band, and they, they had the number of number ones before uh, "You'll Never Walk Alone" was adopted by them from the musical Carousel, and then it we took it to our hearts, and it's it's gone on from there, mate. And you know, since the sixties, it's been around. As I said, since it's been around longer than anybody else at the club, and it and it will forever be that be that way as well. It's it's echoed for decades, and it will continue to echo around the ground, the city for for decades to come. Absolutely, uh, and as I say, make sure you all go and check out that article by Sai, uh, and of course, rest in peace, Jerry. Um, moving on to a bit of transfer news, James Pierce has seemed to smash talk of signing Sven Botman. Um, he tweeted yesterday, no talks over a deal for Sven Botman. Liverpool not considering a move for him. Sounds like someone is trying to drive up the price interest in the Lille defender. Jay, there's been loads on this in the in the last few days. I was pretty much convinced um, that he was going to be our number one target. There's also loads of stuff that United want him to, so it would make sense driving up that price. Um, but... I mean, there's, there is definitely something to take from this and, and don't judge who James Pierce follows on Instagram. Absolutely, mate. We, we, this happens every transfer window, doesn't it? And we said on the, the Reds News Roundup, didn't we, before the new year, um, and we went through the list of targets and Botman was on that list. And, you know, I'm not going to pretend like I knew everything about him. Of course, we didn't. It was through, through the research and stuff. But he's a young lad, so how much do you do you know about a player who's 20 years of age if you don't support the club that you're at? You know what I mean? It's, it's that type of thing. But, yeah, at, people... 
jump on social media, don't they, in this era of he's, he's the next person that we're going to sign. And as soon as someone like James Pearce likes a comment or anything like that, it does get blown out of proportion. I do feel sorry for James Pearce in that way sometimes because he can't do anything on, on social media that being looked into. And it is a bit of a shame. And um, But, mate, it's been happening since the since every transfer window and the dawn of social media. I remember, you know, in 2009, when we were looking for an Alonso re- replacement, uh, Laurit Kanner was the next person from Marseille. He was going to be the Alonso's replacement. He's going to be amazing. And, the, and all the Welcome to Liverpool YouTube videos were, were rife back then. And that was... It's the same nowadays, mate. Someone gets linked and all of a sudden it's it's that he's the, he's the next person who, who Liverpool need. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure Botman is, is a very, very talented footballer and we wouldn't be linked with him if it wasn't for that, the fact that he is a talented footballer. Um, but it remains to be seen. But I always say, just let's just wait until we see something on the dotted line and then we can make our judgments then. But it's always the same with, with every transfer window and every player that gets linked. And fair play to James Pearce for, for putting a smile on my face during Tier 4 lockdown by responding to someone who pointed out the fact that he followed him on Instagram by saying he's also following Liz Hurley and Kelly Brook, but he doesn't see anyone linking Liverpool to them this transfer window. Um, but yeah, moving on from him, um, Sven Botman, um, we've got some more news on, on Liverpool signing a centre-back and, and Kevin Palmer tweeted this morning saying that Jürgen Klopp has hinted that financial constraints may stop him signing a centre-back this month. The direct quote is, I don't know exactly how it is at other clubs, but we have to be really cautious and very serious. So I don't know what we can do and what we can't do. Now, Jay, we know obviously in the summer he said this, uh, a similar thing before the signings of Thiago and the, the big money move for, for Jota. Um, which doesn't really seem that big money in, in this day and age, to be fair. Um, but w- what do you think about this? Because the, the quote makes you think maybe we'll, uh, a loan is something that we'll look at, possibly. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I wouldn't read too much into this quote. No, I mean, I think he has to say it, doesn't he? Um, you know, we look at what happened with the Virgil van Dijk thing a few years ago in the summer when we were we were courting him and it, we had to make a public apology and, the club had a bit of egg on it on the face, but we didn't delve back into the transfer market. Clock by his time, and he eventually got his man in the January, and the rest is history. So he does need to say that because at the end of the day, if he says we've got money to spend, and if it comes out the other way and says we've got loads of money to spend, then everyone will get on his back saying you shouldn't have said that. Clock, and now we spent fifty million pound on a player that'll cost twenty or 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 whatever. So he has to say that to protect himself, protect the squad, and to and to protect the club as well. And every journalist will said in the summer, you know, Liverpool have got no interest in Thiago. The Thiago thing is not happening because of the money constraints. So then, lo and behold, that happened and we ended up getting our number one target. And then out the blue, Jota arrived, like you said. So he's, he's got to say it. Um, I think the, the, the club's in that way now. Where This is how we used to do things back in the day, you know, uh, as, as us oldies say, Jack. Uh, everything was done behind closed doors back then and that's the way everybody wanted it. Uh, and that's, that was the Liverpool way and this is the Liverpool way. Obviously, social media changes everything where everything needs to be out in the open these days, but... No, he has to say that, mate, and um, it wouldn't surprise me if if, uh, if if we sign anybody. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't surprise me if, if we end up seeing someone doing the Melwood lean at uh, this transfer window. Well, let's open it up to the comments, Jay. Um, l- let us know what you think. Maybe it'll be a heated debate down there. Do you think <laughs> Liverpool will sign a centre-back in January or do you think we'll wait it out? Um, I-, I think I may have created a bit of carnage there saying those words um, but anyway we'll move on from that and focus on tonight's game um, a bit of good news or is it good news um, Thiago Alcantara might start that is the quote from Jurgen Klopp he has a chance of starting yeah. 
Um, Jay is the man that we all just want to see now. <laughs> we, we're growing frustrated, obviously. We saw that second half performance against Chelsea where he came off the bench and blew all our minds, broke records, was yeah. absolutely brilliant, produced a man-of-the-match performance um, against Everton, so much so uh, Richarlison decided that he was so good he wanted to try and ruin his career. Um, and then he comes off the bench against Newcastle and I, I think he came on for the last 15, 20 minutes and the glimpses that we saw of him with with the passes, I think I, I tweeted at the time he came on and, and was instantly my man of the match for the whole game. He looked our most creative spark. Yeah. Um, I've seen Neil Jones tweet today that I, I think in an article that he he believes that Thiago will start on the bench. So still conflicting ideas on whether he will or will not start tonight. But yeah. Jay, I, I for one want to see him in that starting eleven this evening. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I think when we looked at the fact that Thiago might have been in the Newcastle squad or he wasn't going to be in the Newcastle squad and then he was in the squad and he was on the bench, we just thought, right, well, if he plays a little bit in Newcastle, then he's got to play against Southampton. And But again, you know, Southampton on a bit of a run. It's an away game, to, you know, the risks and stuff and that are involved. But I think the way the last few fixtures have gone now, I think it's imperative that he plays and he starts this football match because, like you said, Jack, he was absolutely phenomenal um, against Newcastle. I mean, how the hell that lad can come on and win every aerial duel when he's probably about the same size as me. He, you know, compared to other people, he was un unbelievable uh, winning every aerial duel. It was incredible. So, yeah, mate, he, he, for me, I'm with you, mate. He has to start on uh, tonight. So, hopefully he does. But again, uh, Klopp knows best. He knows what's going on. So, if he doesn't start, but I don't want it to bite us in the backside that much. Do you know what I mean? Because we weren't, we weren't awful against Newcastle. That's what people have to remember. You know, we had a, a fairly decent performance against Newcastle. There was just the finishing just wasn't there. The chances were being created. We just weren't finishing them off. But if Thiago had been on the pitch, he might have just unlocked that defence. So, and that's what we need from the start, from the get-go, mate. And given the way the season's gone, where we are currently, um, I think three points is you know, obviously the most important thing. But if we can get a really good performance in, and he can be the catalyst for that. 13 days, of course, as well until our next Premier League game after this evening. So, you know, I, I don't see there's any reason not to start Thiago if he's 100% fit. Yeah. Um, obviously, an FA Cup game sandwiches that, but I wouldn't risk him in, in that anyway. So, no, so yeah, let's open it up to the comments. Silly question, but let us know. Do you think Thiago Alcantara should start tonight? Yes or no? Um, but, yeah, moving on. Um, so a bit of news from from Southampton in terms of the team for this evening. Um, Hasenhutl will be back on the touchline tonight, I believe, and, and he's confirmed that Alex McCarthy will miss the game following a positive COVID-19 test. Um, I believe the man that Southampton are calling Virgil van Vestergaard is also absent um, through injury. Um, this felt like good news at the time, Jay, until mm. I heard Fraser Forster um, <laughs> was, was going to play. Um, now, he's a man that has a history of producing good performances against Liverpool. He's not played in about a year. So, he's going to get man of the match tonight, isn't he? Yeah, he's going to get man of the match, mate. Um, but hopefully, we'll still stick three past him uh, with the 50 shots that we might have against him. But, yeah, I just... I mean, we spoke about this the other day, mate, didn't we? The flashbacks of the semi-final at Anfield in the League Cup when he had an absolute stormer. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm worried that he's coming back in, into the fray because he is a player that was number one for a, a long time at, at his respective club. So he'll be chomping at the bit to get back into the side. And, you know, players like that who've got that wealth of experience, they just fit in straight away. So I, I don't see any rust from Fraser Foster because he is he is a good goalkeeper. Um, so it is it is worrying. But I do think that after the performance in Newcastle with the, with the finish and stuff like that, I think our uh, forwards will be chomping at the bit anyway. So it'll be very interesting tonight. But still worrying because that's... <laughs> That bloody semi-final a few years ago, mate. Oh, it was horrible. 
absolutely in Southampton away is is never never a nice experience. Um, but now moving on to to a bit of what I like to call at this time of year transfer nonsense. Um, <laughs> we've got one very interesting one um, about Mohamed Salah, um, where simply says that Real Madrid are very interested in Salah this summer. Jay, of course they are. Who isn't very interested in Mohamed Salah? I think Stanley are interested in Mohamed Salah. I don't mean they're going to sign him, does it? You know what I mean? It's I'm interested in Mohamed Salah. He's not going to come and live with me. So it's it's, it's one of them. It's it is, but the, the the underlying fact of it is that is this link is just not going away. It just seems to surface every single transfer window. So someone wants to write something about Real Madrid and Mohamed Salah, and it, it stems to what this interview that he had a few weeks back, which you can look at it both positively and negatively. Of course, they're always going to be interested. We're we're always going to be interested in other players. Doesn't mean that we're, we're going to be signing them. So, it's it goes back to the would would he leave Liverpool? Does he want to go abroad and and win medals with another team? But are Real Madrid the force that they used to be? We're clearly a better side than them at the minute. So, why would you want to leave? But it's the whole foreigner. Does he want to you know look back when he sat down with his grandkids and look? I want everything in this country. I want everything in that country. I had a really great career, so it's it's one of them. It, of course, they're always going to be strongly interested in, but doesn't mean they're going to get him. Absolutely. Um, the worrying thing, Jay, is it's just one that doesn't seem to be going away, does it? Uh, yeah. And obviously, there were quotes uh, a few weeks ago that Salah didn't really help himself with. Um, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be an important summer if we are going to keep Mo Salah. Like you say, of course, there's going to be loads of interest. Anyone in, in world football would be interested in this man right now. He, he's banging form and on his day, he's one of the best players in the world, you know. So I, I think I, I think it's it's a silly, silly link because it's an obvious one. Um, but yeah. at the end of the day, the obviousness about it may may ensure that actually it is something that's more likely to happen in the future. But fingers crossed it doesn't, and fingers crossed Real Madrid don't come yeah. um, begging for for Salah in the summer. Um, but if they do, there's a bit of transfer talk here once again, linking us to Kylian Mbappe, Jay, where um, yeah. it's Lequip this time uh, say that Liverpool are very interested and closely monitoring the Kylian Mbappe contract situation at PSG. Jay, this is one that's very interesting and it can be, go one of two ways. You imagine that if Kylian Mbappe is available, then he becomes Real Madrid's number one choice, uh, ahead of Salah probably, and therefore that they'd probably be more likely to pay the money for him. Um, PSG have obviously just got a new manager in Maurizio Pochettino, so I think everyone will be watching closely the relationship between him and Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And when a when a new manager comes in, and if he starts to hit the ground running, Mbappe might just think, you know what, I just want to stay here now because I'm I'm excited about the project. I don't want to leave. Uh, and again, the way Madrid have sort of declined slightly, it might just think, well, actually, I've just played in a Champions League final with my club. Um, we're clearly on the right path. We've got a new manager now. Maybe we can. I want to win the Champions League with PSG. Or he might think he wants to go somewhere else. And again, I agree with you, mate. I think Real Madrid is his first choice. Um, just for the stature of, of playing for the shirt and playing in that stadium. But again, Liverpool are monitoring the same way Real Madrid are monitoring Salah. It, it's exactly the same. You, no one's ever come out from the club and said, yeah, we're really interested in him. It's the same with Haaland as well. The players that we would love to see at Liverpool. But on the flip side, Jack, you need to be planning for the future. And FSG, Michael Edwards and Klopp are really clever at doing that, at looking at players that can ultimately build that foundation to where we're at now. You look at Wijnaldum, look at Lallana. They've been players that have helped build us to where we are right now. 
Bobby Firmino's a fine example of that as well. You know, no one and sort of like he was a bit of an unknown when he when he first arrived and he's gone on to be a world class forward. So if the Salah stuff is there is, you know, there's no smoke without fire type thing, lot a lot of people like to say. If the Salah thing to Real Madrid is something that might happen in the future, then this is something that we need to look at. But don't forget that Liverpool are not the type of people now we were you know, they can't get those big names now. We we can we can certainly put a bid in for Mbappe and it would be something he would think about. And that's the key right now where Liverpool are. We're not, you know, looking at a name that we just know he'll never come to Liverpool. It would be we'd be our name would be thrown into the mix and he'd have to have a think about it. But it's exciting to be linked with those types of names. But again, it's we've just gotta wait, haven't we, and see. But they know what they're doing and if and it's the the whole thing, do we cash in on Salah and all that? That's another conversation that everyone likes to talk about at the minute. And but the Mbappe stuff, mate. Of course, we're going to be monitoring his contract situation. What top team in the world wouldn't want Kylian Mbappe at their football club? Absolutely. And of course, Kylian Mbappe plays with Liverpool on FIFA. So to me, it's it's a done deal. Um, <laughs> but let's, let's move into the comments now where Stuart Wisby says, Botman looks decent and is young, so will be a good future partner for Gomez after Van Dijk retires. But personally, I prefer Schurz. Um, interesting one, Jay, because I think Botman is is very is a decent player. He has a lot of strengths, but I think he also has a couple of weaknesses. But I think that's the key thing. He's very young. It was going to be a relatively cheap deal, and I think that's what sold a lot of Liverpool fans and, and made the deal yeah. seem more convincing. Yeah, absolutely, mate. He sent shivers down my spine then when he said when Van Dijk retires. I don't want to think about that just yet. I fucking shit myself. But um, yeah, I think. I mean. We said this, didn't we, last week that Botman was one of the the, the five rated players that that we're after, um, and he mentioned Shears as well. He's, you know, the both players have had uh, Ajax Academy training as well, so it's it, you, you know you're getting some good stock there because that academy is one of the best in the world. So, uh, you know, I'd be happy with either of them. I'd just be happy with a, a proper centre back at the minute. You know what I mean? Uh, one can uh, help out uh, the younger lads and uh, help out Fab. Well, uh, Stephen Somerville uh, agrees with you there, Jay. He says a centre-back is needed as soon as possible because even though Reese and Nat can be good against the likes of West Ham, we need a centre-back who's professionally proven as a starter and we can't afford any more injuries. That's the key thing. I think, you know, with with COVID around as well, it could very easily, fingers crossed, it could very easily be the case that Fabinho, um, I'm touching every kind of wood, uh, uh, every kind of piece of wood here, um, (laughs) you know, uh, Fabinho doesn't get COVID, but it's very likely that it could happen. And then that's a two week layoff right there. And, you know, it's, it's one of them things where at the minute we're, we're, him would be in a very very difficult situation so you know at the minute Matip's injury as well makes it we're down to the bare bones yeah. and the centre-back is pivotal as we said earlier maybe that that becomes a loan because of the financial situation or whether we bring in someone like Scherz or, or Botman a young player and it's a permanent deal and they you know try and force out the likes yeah. of, uh, of Gomez and, and be Van Dyke's long-term partner when when we have a fully fit squad again um, but I do believe that we're, we're desperate for a centre-back we need a centre-back we need to bring one in in January if we're gonna if we're gonna retain the title this season um, and Danny H 9541 says he's expecting a tough game tonight. Hopefully, Thiago will start or come on for 30 minutes. Uh, and Jay will leave it on that. Um, yeah, hopefully, we'll see Thiago Alcantara starting for Liverpool tonight. But the main thing is that Liverpool get out of this rut that we're in at the minute and take home that three points. Thank you, Jay, for joining Thanks, me mate. for this. And thank you, Tom, behind on the ones and twos. And we shall see you very soon, Sarah. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.